Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 137 of our journey. Today we read about the reigns of four kings of Judah. The religious life of Judah during these reigns was a roller coaster. King Amaziah started out well by following the Lord as he led Judah into battle. But after defeating Edom, he took their gods back home and began to worship them. King Uzziah followed the Lord well as long as his advisor Zechariah was alive. But then he decided to go into the temple and offer incense before the Lord, a job assigned only to the priests. God struck him with a skin disease until the day he died. King Jotham finally served the Lord for his whole life and grew strong because he was determined to serve God. Last, we see King Ahaz. King Ahaz followed the ways of the surrounding nations, worshiping other gods. As a result, the Lord humiliated Judah. They were defeated over and over. These defeats caused Ahaz to move further and further from the Lord as he worshiped gods from the nations that defeated him. Join me in 2 Chronicles 25-28 to to see the roller coaster of religion in Judah. 2 Chronicles 25 Amaziah was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned for 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother was Jehoadan, who was from Jerusalem. He did what the Lord approved, but not with wholehearted devotion. When he had secured control of the kingdom, he executed the servants who had assassinated his father, the king. However, he did not execute their sons. He obeyed the Lord's commandment as recorded in the law scroll of Moses. Fathers must not be executed for what their sons do, and sons must not be executed for what their fathers do. A man must be executed only for his own sin. Amaziah assembled the people of Judah and assigned them by families to the commanders of units of a thousand and the commanders of units of a hundred for all Judah and Benjamin. He counted those twenty years old and up and discovered there were three hundred thousand young men of fighting age equipped with spears and shields. He hired one hundred thousand Israelite warriors for a hundred talents of silver. But a prophet visited him and said, O king, the Israelite troops must not go with you, for the Lord is not with Israel or any of the Ephraimites. Even if you go and fight bravely in battle, God will defeat you before the enemy. God is capable of helping or defeating. Amaziah asked the prophet, But what should I do about the hundred talents of silver I paid the Israelite troops? The prophet replied, The Lord is capable of giving you more than that. So Amaziah dismissed the troops that had come to him from Ephraim and sent them home. They were very angry at Judah and returned home incensed. Amaziah boldly led his army to the Valley of Salt, where he defeated 10,000 Edomites. The men of Judah captured 10,000 men alive. They took them to the top of a cliff and threw them over. All the captives fell to their death. Now the troops Amaziah had dismissed and had not allowed to fight in the battle raided the cities of Judah from Samaria to Beth Horon. They killed 3,000 people and carried off a large amount of plunder. When Amaziah returned from defeating the Edomites, he brought back the gods of the people of Seir and made them his personal gods. He bowed down before them and offered them sacrifices. The Lord was angry at Amaziah and sent a prophet to him who said, Why are you following these gods that could not deliver their own people from your power? While he was speaking, Amaziah said to him, did we appoint you to be a royal counselor? Stop prophesying, or else you will be killed. So the prophet stopped, but added, I know that God has decided to destroy you, because you have done this thing and refused to listen to my advice. 
After King Amaziah of Judah consulted with his advisors, he sent this message to the king of Israel, Joash, son of Jehoahaz, the son of Jehu, come, face me on the battlefield. King Joash of Israel sent this message back to King Amaziah of Judah. A thorn bush in Lebanon sent this message to a cedar in Lebanon. Give your daughter to my son as a wife. Then a wild animal of Lebanon came by and trampled down the thorn bush. You defeated Edom, and it has gone to your head. Gloat over your success, but stay in your palace. Why bring calamity on yourself? Why bring down yourself and Judah along with you? But Amaziah did not heed the warning, for God wanted to hand them over to Joash because they followed the gods of Edom. So King Joash of Israel attacked. He and King Amaziah of Judah faced each other on the battlefield in Beth Shemesh of Judah. Judah was defeated by Israel, and each man ran back home. King Joash of Israel captured King Amaziah of Judah, son of Joash, son of Jehoahaz, in Beth Shemesh, and brought him to Jerusalem. He broke down the wall of Jerusalem from the gate of Ephraim to the corner gate, a distance of about 600 feet. He took away all the gold and silver, all the items found in God's temple that were in the care of Obed-Edom, the riches in the royal palace, and some hostages. Then he went back to Samaria. King Amaziah, son of Joash of Judah, lived for 15 years after the death of King Joash, son of Jehoahaz of Israel. The rest of the events of Amaziah's reign, from start to finish, are recorded in the scroll of the kings of Judah and Israel. From the time Amaziah turned from following the Lord, conspirators plotted against him in Jerusalem, so he fled to Lachish. But they sent assassins after him, and they killed him there. His body was carried back by horses, and he was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. Second Chronicles 26 all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king in his father Amaziah's place. Uzziah built up Elat and restored it to Judah after King Amaziah had passed away. Uzziah was 16 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned for 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jechaliah, who was from Jerusalem. He did what the Lord approved, just as his father Amaziah had done. He followed God during the lifetime of Zechariah, who taught him how to honor God. As long as he followed the Lord, God caused him to succeed. Uzziah attacked the Philistines and broke down the walls of Gath, Jabna, and Ashdod. He built cities in the region of Ashdod and throughout Philistine territory. God helped him in his campaigns against the Philistines, the Arabs living in Ger Baal, and the Meonites. The Ammonites paid tribute to Uzziah, and his fame reached the border of Egypt, for he grew in power. Uzziah built and fortified towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, valley gate, and at the angle. He built towers in the wilderness and dug many cisterns, for he owned many herds in the foothills and on the plain. He had workers in the fields and vineyards, in the hills and in Carmel, for he loved agriculture. Uzziah had an army of skilled warriors trained for battle. They were organized by divisions according to the muster rolls made by Jeel, the scribe, and Masiah, the officer under the authority of Hananiah, a royal official. The total number of family leaders who led warriors was 2,600. They commanded an army of 307,500 skilled and able warriors who were ready to defend the king against his enemies. Uzziah supplied shields, spears, helmets, breastplates, bows, and sling stones for the entire army. In Jerusalem, he made war machines carefully designed to shoot arrows and large stones from the towers and corners of the walls. He became very famous, for he received tremendous support and became powerful. 
But once he became powerful, his pride destroyed him. He disobeyed the Lord his God. He entered the Lord's temple to offer incense on the incense altar. Azariah the priest and 80 other brave priests of the Lord followed him in. They confronted King Uzziah and said to him, It is not proper for you, Uzziah, to offer incense to the Lord. That is the responsibility of the priests, the descendants of Aaron, who are consecrated to offer incense. Leave the sanctuary, for you have disobeyed, and the Lord God will not honor you. Uzziah, who had an incense censer, who had an incense censer in his hand, became angry. While he was ranting and raving at the priests, a skin disease appeared on his forehead right there in front of the priests in the Lord's temple near the incense altar. When Azariah the high priest and the other priests looked at him, there was a skin disease on his forehead. They hurried him out of there. Even the king himself wanted to leave quickly because the Lord had afflicted him. King Uzziah suffered from a skin disease until the day he died. He lived in separate quarters, afflicted by a skin disease and banned from the Lord's temple. His son Jotham was in charge of the palace and ruled over the people of the land. The rest of the events of Uzziah's reign, from start to finish, were recorded by the prophet Isaiah, son of Amaz. Uzziah passed away and was buried near his ancestors in a cemetery belonging to the kings. This was because he had a skin disease. His son Jotham replaced him as king. Second Chronicles 27 Jotham was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned for 16 years in Jerusalem. His mother was, Jerush his mother was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok. He did what the Lord approved, just as his father Uzziah had done. He did not, however, have the audacity to enter the temple. Yet the people were still sinning. He built the upper gate to the Lord's temple and did a lot of work on the wall in the area known as Ophel. He built cities in the hill country of Judah and fortresses and towers in the forests. He launched a military campaign against the king of the Ammonites and defeated them. That year, the Ammonites paid him 100 talents of silver, 10,000 cores of wheat, and 10,000 cores of barley. The Ammonites also paid the same amount of annual tribute the next two years. Jotham grew powerful because he was determined to please the Lord his God. The rest of the events of Jotham's reign, including all his military campaigns and his accomplishments, are recorded in the scroll of the kings of Israel and Judah. He was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned for 16 years in Jerusalem. Jotham passed away and was buried in the city of David. His son Ahaz replaced him as king. Second Chronicles 28 Ahaz was 20 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned for 16 years in Jerusalem. He did not do what pleased the Lord, in contrast to his ancestor David. He followed in the footsteps of the kings of Israel. He also made images of the Baals. He offered sacrifices in the valley of Ben-Hinnom and passed his sons through the fire, a horrible sin practiced by the nations whom the Lord drove out before the Israelites. He offered sacrifices and burned incense on the high places, on the hills, and under every green tree. The Lord his God handed him over to the king of Syria. The Syrians defeated him and deported many captives to Damascus. He was also handed over to the king of Israel, who thoroughly defeated him. In one day, Pekah, son of Remaliah, killed 120,000 warriors in Judah because they had abandoned the Lord, God of their ancestors. Zikri, an Ephraimite warrior, killed the king's son, Messiah, Azrakam, the supervisor of the palace, and Elkanah, the king's second in command. The Israelites seized from their brothers 200,000 wives, sons, and daughters. They also carried off a huge amount of plunder and took it back to Samaria. 
Oded, a prophet of the Lord, was there. He went to meet the army as they arrived in Samaria and said to them, Look, because the Lord, God of your ancestors, was angry with Judah, he handed them over to you. You have killed them so mercilessly that God has taken notice. And now you are planning to enslave the people of Judah and Jerusalem. Yet are you not also guilty before the Lord your God? Now listen to me. Send back those you have seized from your brothers, for the Lord is very angry at you. So some of the Ephraimite family leaders, Azariah, son of Jehoshanan, Berechiah, son of Meshalamoth, Jechizkiah, son of Shalom, and Amasa, son of Hadlai, confronted those returning from the battle. They said to them, Don't bring those captives here. Are you planning on making us even more sinful and guilty before the Lord? Our guilt is already great, and the Lord is very angry at Israel. So the soldiers released the captives and the plunder before the officials and the entire assembly. Men were assigned to take the prisoners and find clothes among the plunder for those who were naked. So they clothed them, supplied them with sandals, gave them food and drink, and provided them with oil to rub on their skin. They put the ones who couldn't walk on donkeys. They brought them back to their brothers at Jericho, the city of date palm trees, and then returned to Samaria. At that time, King Ahaz asked the king of Assyria for help. The Edomites had again invaded and defeated Judah and carried off captives. The Philistines had raided the cities of Judah in the foothills and the Negev. They captured and settled in Beth Shemesh, Aijalon, Gedaroth, Soko, and its surrounding villages, Timnah and its surrounding villages, and Gimzo and its surrounding villages. The Lord humiliated Judah because of King Ahaz of Israel, for he encouraged Judah to sin and was very unfaithful to the Lord. King Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria came, but he gave more trouble than support. Ahaz gathered riches from the Lord's temple, the royal palace, and the officials, and gave them to the king of Assyria, but that did not help. During his time of trouble, King Ahaz was even more unfaithful to the Lord. He offered sacrifices to the gods of Damascus, whom he thought had defeated him. He reasoned, Since the gods of the kings of Syria helped them, I will sacrifice to them, so they will help me. But they caused him and all Israel to stumble. Ahaz gathered the items in God's temple and removed them. He shut the doors of the Lord's temple and erected altars on every street corner in Jerusalem. In every city throughout Judah, he set up high places to offer sacrifices to other gods. He angered the Lord God of his ancestors. The rest of the events of Ahaz's reign, including his accomplishments from start to finish, are recorded in the scroll of the kings of Judah and Israel. Ahaz passed away and was buried in the city of Jerusalem. They did not bring him to the tombs of the kings of Israel. His son, Hezekiah, replaced him as king. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.